Hello and welcome to Cats Out of the Bag. I'm Kat Hennessy, and in this podcast, nothing is off limits. Hello, angels, and welcome back to another week of Cats Out of the Bag. I am so excited to have one of my Bezos, Besties, favorite people in the entire fucking world on today. His name is Troy. He is honestly one of the most fabulous humans in the entire world. Um, you probably follow him on Instagram, Frey Photo. Is that how I even say it? Yeah. Freya. Freya. Oh my God, I said it And like, you know, like, yeah, my bestie, and I don't even know how to pronounce his fucking name. Oh my God, I've always said no Frey. Oh Everyone does. Anyway, well, I mean, seeing as I fucked that up, let's bloody, let's bring in Freya Photo. <laughs> wow, what an intro. Thank you so much. So, I feel like for my listeners that don't know you, like, do you want to just give a little intro about who you are, like where you live, what you do for your career, all that fun stuff? Yeah, for sure. Um, So, obviously, I'm Troy Freya, spelled F-R-E-Y-E. That's why everyone says free, 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 you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, no, I'm no... What do you call it? <laughs> no, no worries. No, no worries to you. Um, yeah. So a little bit about me. So, well, yeah, like I've had a full life. I tell you that. Um, I, I'll say it real short, but I grew up on a hippie, hippie community. I um, went to school in um, Mullaney, which is like just inland of the Sunshine Coast. I worked in insurance, I've worked in retail, I've worked in hospitality, and I've also worked at a law firm. But now I'm a photographer, so I found my passion and my love. So very stoked to have found that. I'm sure you guys have seen Troy's photos too. If you like, he shoots all of the Lahana swim stuff. So like all, all of their imagery is fucking phenomenal and that's all Troy. So like, oh no, it's fucking sick. He's extremely talented and too kind. Hopefully one day you can shoot me naked. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) He also sells um, heaps of his prints online as well. So I'll put the, um, the link in of where you can buy the prints and stuff as well because they're fucking sick and I'm going to get some for my wall. I can't wait. So, yeah, he's just the fucking best and this is going to be a really fun, lighthearted episode. Oh, bless your heart. Thank you. So, I mean, haven't I always forget to ask my guests this, but, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a, a state today where I'm remembering things, which is a really bad way of putting it, but, you know. Um, congrats. Congrats. So why don't you tell everyone something that no one knows about you? Oh, something that no one knows about me. Well, uh, a lot of people don't know I have a child. Okay, yes. This is like <laughs> I literally only found this out two months ago. Like I was at Troy's and he was like, yeah, I have a daughter. I was like, what? What do you mean? And um, like was – like so shocked. Um, Troy, Troy's gay, which yeah. doesn't matter, but like if you have a child, if you're gay or not, but like I just had no idea. I didn't even, we had never even had the conversation of have you ever slept with a girl? Because I feel <laughs> like I always ask my um, my guy mates who are gay if they've ever like experienced with a woman, woman and like one of my really good friends, he is like never touched a pussy in his life. He's like, that is repulsive. And then some have. So, wow. <laughs> so Troy's dro- divin, divin, di- 
I can't even think of the sentence. Oh my God, guys, I'm so stuttery today. What is wrong with me? I've had such a hectic day at work. I'm like struggling to unwind. I need to drink some more of my vodka soda to really get me into the swing of things. But yeah, mm. you've you've um ridden the pussy wagon. <laughs> <laughs> which, which we love. So, like, uh, let's talk about that. So, did you know you were gay your whole life? No, I didn't. Uh, well, actually, that's a lie. I reckon I did. But I feel like society kind of pushed me to not be gay. So, I kind of wanted to fit in with everyone. So, yeah. so it made in, you kind of question it. Yeah, definitely. Questioned it, um, avoided it, put it try to pretend that it wasn't there, literally put it back in the closet. You know, I was trying so hard to keep it in there. And, yeah, I suppose in that time that's when I experimented with girls just because it was a cool thing. And, like, you know, like I still think women are beautiful and everything and, like, you know, even sleeping with women weren't, it wasn't, it didn't gross me out like it does yeah. some gay guys because I still think they're beautiful but I'm not sexually attracted to them. And to be honest, I was thinking about guys when I was with them. Really? Yeah. Do you reckon like, okay, you know how guys get like hard-ons and they get like semi-hard-ons? Yeah. Do you reckon like when you were like with girls that you'd only be able to get a semi? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you look at it, yeah, basically. (laughs) And is that, do you reckon what made you like think about men? Um. What made me? Or well, like do you, you reckon is that what made me? Oh, yeah, to no, get hard. Yeah, to get yeah, hard. fully. So what would you think about? This is so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> would you, like, think about a butt or, like, sucking dick or something? I will think about, I reckon maybe mainly the body. The body, And the okay. man, a man, like a manliness of a man. And do you feel like you ever went for girls that had more, like, masculine traits? No, that's the thing. If I was ever with a girl, it would be the complete opposite. So feminine. Mm. So pretty. I had a girlfriend for two years in school. Wow. Um, she was my first and yeah. And that like, you know, that was a beautiful experience. We um, lost, I lost, yeah. So I lost my virginity just after my 16th birthday with her and um, I lit candles and I lit, cute. you know, made it super cute just played, to be textbook, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Played> the, literally. <laughs> um, and this might sound weird, but my mum told me like when I was, you know, in commas straight, my mum told me, she said, Women is actually really good advice for a straight person. Um, so women are like water. Men are like fire. So a man is hot instantly. But a girl, you have to boil the pot to get them oh, hot. Oh, my God. I love that. Right? That is, do you know how many? You know, well, that, that for me has gone down the drain, but yeah. But I feel like men, <laughs> if you're listening, I'm going to fucking make that my cats out of the bag quote. Because the amount of guys that go in for the fucking kill, I'm like as dry as a fucking desert <laughs> and they try and like finger bang me or like shove their dick in. Oh my God. Okay. Do you know what guys even like do sometimes is they'll like wet their own dick and try and put it in. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like. Wet my vagina too. Boil the pot. Boil my fucking <laughs> pot. I, I, there's nothing worse than like a guy not warming you up. And like it has honestly happened to me so many fucking times. And I think it's only happened like now that I'm like older and a bit more confident in the bedroom. Well, I'll yeah, be babe. like, oh, can you like rub my pussy? <laughs> or like, you know, I slept, I slept with this guy um, and- 
we were like hooking up and I like gave him head and then he just like literally didn't touch my vagina. Like not even a sneaky fucking like inner thigh rub, no fucking like tickles of the clitoral hood, like literally fucking (laughs) crickets over there. Bloody (laughs) Casper, the fucking friendly ghost. Like he was just nowhere near my vagina. So I gave him head and then like I got on top of, like not on top of him, like got into the side to try keep making out with him thinking that that would be the point that he would try to finger me. And he goes, oh you should put it in. And I was like, ooh. But I was like, okay, well, can't can't be any worse than whatever the fuck's going on right now. At least I'll I'll get some pleasure this way. And I went to put it in and, like, I wasn't even wet. I had to, like, obviously spit on my fingers, make my fucking vagina wet because my my pot was not boiled. Um, And as I was putting it in, I was like, literally the tip was in my vagina. He goes, oh, this is so weird, but I'm coming. And I was like. Yuck. Like, yuck. Yuck, yuck. Wow. I'm like, sorry. That experience was one for the bad book. Yeah. So Damn. fucking your mum speaks some really good fucking advice there because- As I said, I grew up in a hippie, uh, hippie community, so everyone's very- Open. Open, yeah. So Love that. Yeah, I was lucky in that sense. But, you know, that- that piece of advice went to shit. That's yeah. Like. <laughs> I just told all my guy friends. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, so yeah, so you lit the candles, you lost your virginity and yep. and you de- two years is a long time to have a girlfriend too. Yeah, it was around that, around two years, I'm pretty sure. Do you think um, that when you, when you, are you still friends with her now? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so she's great. When you came out, was she like, I knew all along or anything or was she? No, she was actually really shocked. She really? was, um. She almost thought it was her and I was like, no, no, I promise you it's not you. You're beautiful. Like, it's not you. So. I feel like that's just like a old saying that people do like, oh, you turn them gay, but yeah. like it's not actually a you thing. Don't. Yeah, yeah, you don't. You're either gay or you're not. Or actually that's a lie. You could be bi. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much what I told people eventually. I ended up telling everyone I was bi. Um, the only reason I decided to even say that was I, um, I was at a school party and so this, uh, picture this, I was about 17 and I was at the skate park, you know, after school at the skate cool. park, you got beers, you know, you're like real cool. And yeah. the jock of the school. So the hottest guy of the school, you know, I always lauded him. We're friends, you know, rah, rah, rah. but not like real good friends, but we're friends. And we always noticed each other, but it was, you know, whatever. And he walked up to me grabbed me and gave me a cuddle and then started kissing me on my ear and was like, I'm bi. No. And I was like, oh. And then, like, you know, like, and then we kissed. Stop. And that was, like, when everything felt okay for me. Oh, that's so nice. And I was like, wow, the coolest guy in school is bi. I'm like, I can be okay with that. So, yeah. yeah. So, and then long story short, uh, me and him became best friends. We were like dancing at school parties together and all the all the other people were like, oh, my God, what the, what's going on with them? What the fuck? You know, yeah. like, and we were just, you know, trying not to give a fuck. And anyways, there was like guys at school, like when I'd walk past, I'd go, butts against the wall. It was fucking horrible. But, so you, you know, definitely I received felt, a bit of bullying. Oh, stuff. yeah. Even prior to that, I did like yeah. coming out. I did as well. And even though I never actually just came out, but I just kind of just implied it. And then, um, yeah, so then me and him, yeah, we ended up just, because I had him and he had me, we just didn't give a fuck. So it was like fun. We're like 
you know, skating together, like That's just nice, having babe. having a good old good old time. And then we ended up just like being inseparable. We moved in together, but we never like really were together. But yeah, and and things changed. Now he's married and has a kid. Yeah, Two right. Kids. So he actually is bi. So yeah, I don't know now. Maybe he's straight. Maybe yeah. it was just something a connection we had together. Yeah, I'm yeah. not too sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it broke my heart. Like, oh, babe. absolutely broke my heart. But you know. It is what it is. Yeah. So <laughs> he, was he like the first male that you like properly experimented with and everything? Well, um, the thing is, no. So when I was younger, I feel like most people have like a naughty kid fool around story. Totally. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, when I was like real young, I fooled around with a guy and stuff and thought nothing of it until I got older and I was like, oh, okay, it is it. And with this guy, the jock of the school, we, all we did is we had a, uh, an emotional relationship. So mm. we would kiss when we're wasted. We would fight like we're a couple. We would hold hands. We would cuddle on the couch. We would do everything, but we never actually had sex sex. Really? Not properly, no. Wow. So it was really emotionally toxic for me. That would have been like really a real struggle for you yeah. as well and really confusing. Still is, man. I, like, st- I still wonder about him. We don't talk anymore. and um. Yeah, I still, I every now and then wonder what, what he's thinking and what he's doing and, like, was that all a lie? Like, or was he fucking with me or did he actually love me or, you know, like, you just wonder. I don't think, I think that, like, if you had all those connections and stuff together and you had a really deep emotional connection, no one's ever fucking with you if that's the case. Like, yeah, I think, like, at, yeah. th- at that age you're trying to figure stuff. Like, how old were you guys? Well, like it was from probably like seventeen till about twenty two or so. Yeah, so that's that's pretty solid. If not, it was no, it was probably from like actually, sorry, like fifteen. I don't know. I'm really bad with time. I don't. Yeah, but it was a solid four years, meaning yeah, inseparable. Right. So there was definitely love, but you still, you know, you question it. You're just like, yeah. what? But like, I think as well, like you've also got to remember. I don't think ever question it because you know deep down what your connection was, and only the two of you are ever going to know that because you're the only two that were present. But yeah, fair. a lot of people have their own demons and stuff with it. Like maybe it was too much for him to go down that route with his yeah. life, life, and maybe he, you know, you yeah, know, you maybe never know what family, goes on maybe he wanted kids. Like you just, you just don't know what's going through someone's head. So I don't think like yeah. ever doubt it for a second because I think that's just. Yeah. That's not going to do you any favours, no, you know? exactly. It's and been a long healing process from that, but I feel like, I'm, yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> so did you, had you still like not had sex with a guy then when you were like 22? No, I, so in that, in the meantime, so what happened was he, um, because he was by towards the end, so we didn't, no one slept with anyone for like two or what years or whatever or something. And then he ended up seeing a girl that lived above us and it just like oh my upset God. me. I was of like, of course fuck. it would upset like, you. What the fuck? And so then I went on MySpace. <laughs> Back Love then, it. There was no grinder. This was the, t- yeah, this is the grinder and Tinder of Yeah, yeah, the grinder and Tinder of, oh, fuck. And then I met a guy on there and I went over to his house and, yeah, that was probably my first first. Really? Well, yeah, it was. Yeah. Were you nervous? Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And when I got home, I got home at about 1 o'clock 
um, the guy, which I'm not going to say his name. No, of course. Um, he was at one, yeah, it was 1am and he was sitting out the front and he was like, where the fuck have you been? And I'm like, oh, I've just been over at someone's place. And they're like, what the fuck? Because I think someone told him. And then he like, and then he's, and I was like, you can't fucking speak. You've been, you know, rah, rah. and yeah. he's like, you know, and he's just like, yeah, treating me like I was a cheat or whatever. And I was like, yeah. you can't fucking do this. And I like kicked a chair at him and then me and him started having a f- punch on. No. And my other roommate woke up to us like in the front courtyard, like wrestling on the ground, yelling and crying. And he pulled us apart. And then, yeah, it was just like this fucking drama. <laughs> of course. But that's also like so unfair and like controlling if some, you know, if someone thinks they can yeah. do something and then like, you can't. And then I can't. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a really weird time. It was a really, really weird time. I was very, very confused about yeah. everything. And then do you feel like was there ever a stage where you, like, went on a rampage to try and, like, cover up the wounds or anything? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah? So after we, you know, fully proper stopped talking to each other and everything, I, yeah, basically was a slut for, like, two years. Love it. <laughs> Troy the hoe. Oh, Troy the hoe. That was a long time ago. Oh, my God. How fun. Yeah. That's like, okay, so I think this is like some more questions I have because I'm always so curious um, and it's like obviously if you don't feel comfortable ask answering any of these, like so fine. But like how do guys know if someone's a top or a bottom? So do you want to ex- – explain okay do you want to explain like top bottom and verse to the listener my listeners because I feel like some people don't even know what that is okay so if you're a top you are someone that is fucking the other guy yeah and then if you're a bottom you're getting fucked by the other guy if you're verse you can bounce between the both of them yeah and I'm verse are you? Yeah. I didn't know that. So I'm like, live your best life. <laughs> Is there one that you prefer? Um, well, I suppose if I bo- bottomed, wait, yeah. You see, I even get confused with the bloody terminology. <laughs> if I, if I bottomed, like I would want, I only let someone I trust do mm. it. Like I wouldn't do a one night stand and let that happen. So if it was a one night stand, I'd prefer to top. Okay. Interesting. Because the other thing is, is like, I feel like there's so much prep that has to go into it. It's not like you just fucking, excuse me. I like spoke to one of my friend, my friends the other week, he's gay. And I was like, what do you do if you're like, you've met a guy and you're bottom and you, you, that's just what you do. Like the guy was talking to his bottom and he yeah. never goes top or anything. Yeah. I was like, what if you're out and you like want to have sex, but you do, you do a poo on the deep, you know, <laughs> you do it, you do a poo in the club toilet. Like what, what's the, because you have to douche, don't you? Yeah. And, and he goes, oh, well then I just wouldn't have sex. And I was like, oh. Yeah, basically. But then I guess, I mean, I guess then you can do I blow mean, jobs and everything. So it's fine. And you can still have sex except they get. You know, but it might, it could, yeah, it gets messy. It but, could, it could, and it might not. But I've done anal before and I don't know how to douche, which is another question I'm going to ask you. <laughs> and I never have douched. And every time I've done it, there's never been any poo remnants <laughs> on the penis. So, well, that's good. So I feel like there's this whole thing around it, but I've been fine. Yeah. Like I've been in that situation where we've been at, like, and I've slept with, guys and there's been nothing on the penis but you you know they haven't douched or anything so it's like 
It just depends on where, yeah, on where your, your stomach level. is. <laughs> yeah, true. But sometimes you don't know. Yeah, I- you don't. That's a thing. Like it's happened to me before. And I, to be honest, it's like, it's gross if you think about it, but at the time you're like, whatever, just have a shower. Who cares? I've you like, know, kind of thing. Depends. I've fingered a few buttholes in my, in my heyday. <laughs> slash me okay, I'm like I'm in a, I'm in a relationship it. for like a month and I'm like you know in my heyday like, <laughs> well, like sorry I'm a taken woman now no but yeah I fingered quite a few asses you know, obviously I just did an episode on blowjobs and fingering buttholes and Love it. you know um and I majority fingers been fine but I did have this one guy and every time I'd finger his butthole I would have shit on my finger yeah well He's obviously someone who needs a douche. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ew. And he had IBS, so, you know. Yeah, well, there you put, go. That's probably why. Let's put two and two together. Yeah, that's probably why. So how does one douche? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know formally how to douche, but you get a little you get a little thing that's like a squeezy Does it kind of look like a camera puffer yes. to clean the lens? Yes, it looks exactly okay, like one of them because I got one of them in my camera bag and I'm like – Oh, shit, I hope no one thinks this is a douche. <laughs> On, like, a professional show and there's, like, it just comes out. Like, Hopefully. I promise you that's not a douche. Yeah, I swear it's just to clean my lips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it literally looks exactly like that. So, I don't know if this is the right way, but this is what I do. So, you just kind of, like, fill that up with some water mm-hmm. and you put it up your butt. Yeah. And then you're, like. How far up? Oh, put you- the little tip in, yeah. So, like, just the go- tip. Oh, you don't have to go crazy far, but yeah. it depends how you're feeling and would you feel at the time. Put lube on before you just kind of shove it in. Oh well, no, nah, because you're in the shower, so yeah. I usually do in the shower. So yeah. you just put soap. Yeah, yeah. like you don't go. It's not like masturbating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you put it well. up there and you just squirt water up there and kind of let it do its thing. Yeah. But sometimes if you don't let it go, because you need to let it go, like you know, you can feel it kind of in your belly, and you're like, "Fuck, did I?" You know, I get rid of but, it? you know, I could be wrong. I'm probably doing it all wrong. Really? Yeah, maybe. You're like, I, <laughs> I need to go home I need to YouTube this. <laughs> YouTube tutorials on how to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, like, so pretty much you'll, like, squeeze the water up and then you kind of almost need to, like, do a wee out of your bum hole. Pretty Is much. that pretty much? Have like you ever had a colonic? Never. Oh, okay. Well, it's kind of like that. In yeah, a sense, right. it's like with a clonic, you get water flushing up your butt oh. and it's like clean out your butt, but you're, it goes for like an hour. So you're literally sitting there, water getting pushed up your butt and you're shitting. It feels like you're shitting. It's so fucked. So it's like that, but on a way smaller scale, you're just so cleaning the the entrance. So if <laughs> if you wanted to have anal after a colonic would probably be ideal. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Ladies. It's like. Booking your clon- col- colonic. Is it col- maybe not straight after. No. Give yourself maybe an hour because yeah. you feel like you're or, like pissing out, I mean, shitting out water yeah. for a bit. Oh, yeah. All uncomfortable. <laughs> but, yeah, lol, that's so funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think there's like lots of logistical stuff I'm like curious about. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm vert. So if that's the case, I'm like, well, you're not going up there. Yeah, fully. And like good that, I mean, it's. I find I do find it strange that some guys would only like the bottom, like as if you wouldn't. What yeah, fuck? yeah, I do, agree. Do guys, if if a guy's on top and they're fucking a guy in the bum, do they often like give the guy in front of them a hand job at the same time, or would the other one give themselves a hand job? Yeah, well, I suppose it depends on your intimacy. I suppose if like you've been seeing someone for a while, then maybe. But if it's just a fuck, I suppose you're just fucking them. You don't yeah. really, yeah. 
they you usually do it yourself or whatever, you know, like. But don't you feel like so every time I've done anal, ladies, I don't know if anyone else experienced this, but every time the penis goes in and comes out, it feels like you're pooing. Like it is like it's like in and then it's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm shitting, I'm shitting, I'm shitting. And then it goes in and oh, I'm shitting. Like it literally feels like you're pooing. Like, does it feel like that for you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it does. Well, I suppose like at first and then you get used to it and then it's fine and then it's amazing. I guess. It's like it's- at first it hurts like crazy. And you're really? like, oh. And then it also depends on the size of that person. And then after a while you start to get into it and then it like hits a G-spot and you don't feel like that at all after. Really? Uh, after a while. Yeah. Really? See, Not I, all, it's I don't think I've ever it's ever fun. pushed through long yeah, enough. Yeah, you, you need to you need to get through longer, go through longer. And I don't like we don't have Do you have G spot up there? I don't think we do. So I'm pretty sure it's just it the male. Might, it actually. might be hey, Siri. <laughs> do women have a G spot in their asshole? Let's let's get the let's get the answer from the true legend. All right. All about the G spot. Oh, that's like too. They've given me an, an article in the S- Sydney Morning Herald. That's a little bit. Do women have a G-spot? I probably am going to sound really dumb for anyone who knows the answer. G-spot <laughs> in their asshole. Difference between male G-spot and female G-spot. Okay, this is interesting. Men and women have different bodies entirely from the hair to their toes. One area of both bodies that share the same name is the G-spot. The female G-spot was the original body part to be called that, but then men developed a name for that as well. The male G-spot and the female G-spot vary greatly in terms of what they are and what they do. If you've been wondering about each of these new unique parts, information below should help you see what they truly are. Okay, so the male G-spot is located in the anus. This this spot is supposed to be a sensitive area of the anus that mimics the female G-spot in terms of growing sensitive and producing an orgasm. This is better known as the prostate and is located right behind the bladder. Then the female G-spot is located right by the bladder, but it does not have to be approached through the anus. Ah, Also, it can be approached through the anus. Men can stimulate the female G-spot through the vagina because because it is located on the front most of the vagina wall. The sensitive area will swell up when a woman is aroused. Love that. And through repeated motions on it, a woman can orgasm. Wow. Interesting. There you go. So you can access it from front and back. So you guys, only G-spot is in their butt. So it's like G-spot is easy to get in many ways because the vagina is easily to stretch and mould to something going inside it. The anus is not quite as easy to penetrate. Okay, that's interesting. So it's like they're located in different spots. Because I, I wondered then how women could come from anal. So, I mean, well, there you go. maybe they have a their so G-spot the on their same, back vagina. So is it saying it's the same G-spot, but you can just touch it from front and back? Um, is that pretty much what that's saying? No. The, or are the, they too different? The men's is like their prostate and the yeah. women's is on their front vaginal wall. But you can Near tap there. into it through the yeah. the butt. Yeah. Right. Interesting. That's I didn't know so that. so interesting. Neither. Bloody, but better uh, <laughs> cross-check those facts before I'm reading you guys' misinformation. Where did I read this? Should probably um, – Note that. Oh, I read it on gspot101.com, so so that's got to be reliable, guys. Great, great uh, news source. Oh, funny. Oh, my God. I love it. Um, well, there you go. That's why guys enjoy it. 
That's so and funny. And that's why you fingering eyes and the bubs are good thing. Yeah, literally, guys, <laughs> froth it. Honestly, they'd come in like two seconds. <laughs> so then, like, what about like, do you see yourself like getting married to a man? Do you want to have any more kids? Like, what's your what's your vibe for your future? Um, yeah. So there was there was a long while there that I was like, all I wanted was to meet someone. I was just like on the apps, you know, trying to go out all the time, trying to meet people, um, but. As my career grew and, you know, I got busier and busier, I'm kind of don't really care about it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in the long run, I would like to, yeah, I would love to marry someone. I'd love to have a, um, another kid with someone, you know. It would be actually amazing. Oh, my God, but- maybe I can be your, is it surrogate? Surrogate? Yeah, surrogate. Surrogate. Like, why not? <laughs> Honestly, I'm so I feel like I'm getting dumber, guys. Was that even a word? Had a big day. <laughs> I've, had a really, I've had a big day and a really big week. Um, oh, my God. I haven't even told, told you guys I'm going to bloody Bali next Thursday. So when this episode's released, it's going to be this Thursday. So I'm on a fucking holiday, which I need so I can have my brain a little bit more switched on for, y- for y'all. So jealous. Um, so, yeah, so you would like to have kids and stuff. Yeah, I reckon. I yeah, wouldn't nice. say no, you yeah. know, like, yeah. That's nice. Cool. And I feel like I want to talk to you a little bit about your career. So, obviously, you are an extremely successful photographer and your photos are fucking fab. So, like, when did you kind of figure out that you wanted to get into photography? Yeah, well, interesting. So, I – firstly, thank you. That was beautiful. Um, I, so when I was about 22, so that's when I found out I have a daughter. So I all of a sudden felt the pressure of the world on my shoulders and I was working in retail in Brisbane city, um, at one of the flagship stores, which I loved and I had so much fun working there, but I was like, there has to be more. And this guy came into the store and he was a Formula One photographer. And he, I was like, oh, what are you doing in Brisbane? And he was from Melbourne or something. I don't even remember. And he's like, oh, I'm a photographer. I'm like, oh, cool. What do, you, what do you do? And he's like, yeah, Formula One photography. And I get to go all over the world. And I was just like, wow, that's fucking cool. Anyway, he didn't think much of it. Kept plotting along at work. And then I watched the movie. Have you ever seen the movie the, or the doco The Secret? It sounds familiar. So it's like it was a whole big thing back then. It's it's all about law of attraction. Yeah. And putting your mind Isn't something that'll come. Yeah, they have a book and a movie. So I think I've seen the movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. not a movie, it's a like a doco movie, you know, like a self-help vibe. Right. Kind of okay. Thing. Yeah. Anyways, I watched that for the first time. And there was this one lady on there. She was she was doing something she didn't love doing. And then she was like, all of a sudden had a million dollar idea. Well, and then she whole life change. And I was literally the next day I was in the shower going, fuck, I really wish I got one of those million dollar ideas. Like so off it. Cause I don't have one. And then I thought I was in the shower thinking a little bit more. I'm like, I want to be a photographer. I'm always the guy who's taking photos at festivals. I'm always the guy taking photos of my friends on my phone or whatever it was. Um, just loved it always. And then I remembered about that guy traveling the world and I was like, well, fuck yeah, I'm going to become a photographer. So I literally got out of the shower. This is when I was living like week to week. Like I had no money, literally like barely anything. And I just went on eBay and bought a a DSLR camera for $200. And then this camera came and there was no lens on it. I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) 
Stop. I thought it was like a point and shoot, you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize that there was so much more to these cameras. So I was like, oh shit, I have to get a lens. So I went and found a lens, put it on. I was trying to take photos with it and it just wasn't working. And I was like, what the heck? Cause everything was really bright. And I was like, why are these photos not working? And then anyways, after figuring it out, it's a DSLR camera. If there's any photographers out there that know, there's a lot of settings that you have to get to know around. From there, I one of my really good friends is a makeup artist. She was working at a, a modeling agency. And then she saw that I was trying to get into photography. And she said, hey, do you want to come just like hang out at the modeling agency and just take some BTS photos and stuff? And I did. And I, that was so I was like, hell yeah. So I went there and started taking behind the scenes photos. And then, and then the owner of this modeling agency, Kate, she really loved my vibe. So she came up to me and she was like, Hey, you know what? Our lead photographer is actually moving overseas next week. Do you want to be our photographer? Stop. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but yes. How old were you? <laughs> I was 22. Stop. So yeah. That, oh, 20, 23. So nine years. So I'm 33 now. So you're nine years ago. And so wow. I started taking photos there. So I did that alongside working at all these other places I worked. Um, I was just doing all their portfolios and stuff. So they were more of like a talent agency, they're actors and models and all sorts. So I learned how to deal with people in that time. You know, mm-hmm. like I learned people that never had a photo taken, nothing like that. So I learned how to deal with these scared people or whatever make and figure out, you know, and make mm-hmm. them comfortable. But the thing is I was putting everyone into the shadow because I couldn't, figure out how to shoot in the sun because of these, all these buttons. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was, so I was like, oh shit, I really need to up my game. So from there I done a diploma in photo imaging. And so that was uh, an epic course. So I was learning the ins and out of all the photography and stuff. And then from there I had an exhibition at the end and um, I didn't want to go because I had no fucking money. And they were like, you need to print, you need to buy frames, you need to do all this. I'm like, oh, fuck this. So I was like, whatever, I'll just print here. And then I went and bought some twining, you know, like the stuff you like wrap stuff with. Yeah. I went and bought some twining and some um, thumbtacks because that's all I could afford. I couldn't afford a proper frame. And I like stuck <laughs> at the at the um, exhibition. I stuck the my pictures uh, with thumbtacks and then around I just made a makeshift um, frame. I kind of like It actually that. looked fucking cool. It I was did. like, oh shit. And it like stood out compared to everyone else's. Am I better than everyone? You know, <laughs> yeah. <TikTok> sound? <laughs> and then from there, um, these people, they're called the Sticks and Stones Agency. So they're, uh, yeah. they're like an epic people that support artists all around the world and have an amazing platform that they put on. Anyway, that they put everyone's work on. So I knew who they were. I pretended I didn't, but they walked in. You pretended you didn't. I was like, well. I don't know who they are. I'm like, <laughs> pretend, you know, acting. And then they like walked in and I was like, oh, hey, I'm Troy. And they're like, oh, hey, I'm Ains. Hey, I'm Sebastian. And I'm like, how are you? It's nice to meet you. And then, and then I, get, I was like, oh, here's my business card. And then I like walked away. And then they had to do a vote of who their best artist was and they liked mine the best. So that was sick. Stop, because you did something different. Yeah, it's, I know. I was it's like shocked. like you don't need money and like no. to make it all pristine. I know. It's- I was so shocked because I didn't want to do it. And I was, yeah. And then two, so I was in this meantime, I was trying to figure out my style, trying to figure out my vibe. I was doing weddings. I was doing all sorts. And um, I was actually... I hated shooting weddings, like hated it. 
I just thought it was just like, I did two and I felt like I'd done every wedding in the world because it's the same formula every day. Yeah. And I'm a very spontaneous guy and I like yeah. things to be new and different and that's yeah. exciting to me. So, um, yeah, I was shooting this wedding, hating it. And then I had a phone call literally as I walked out to have a break. I had a phone call from Ains and she's like, hey, this is Ainsley from Sticks and Stones. Would you like to be my intern? And I'm like, get fucked, get fucked. I like put her on hold for a second. I told my friend, I'm like, guess what? It sticks and stones. She wants me to be an intern. And we're like, woo. And you know, that was a massive <laughs> step back then. <laughs> I can't believe you put her on hold. Like, yeah, I just yeah, picture yeah. you doing that. Literally. And now she's like your best friend. And now we're best friends. That's been what, five years, six years. And she's just been a mentor to me. Like, even though she is my best friend and she says, don't say that now, uh, now. She literally is my mentor and she pushes me to be me and pushes, helps me push boundaries where, you know, and also helps me figure out the feeling I try to caption a photo. She, you know, it's, she's been a huge pivotal person in my life. That's amazing. Yeah. So you, so you so went amazing. and interned for her Yeah. and what did that involve? So that pretty much involved, so she got me, so the, okay. So picture this guys. So she, this couple. They're literally like rock stars, you know, like pink hair, walking around with like the coolest fucking clothes that you've ever seen in like, you know, in a small town where I was, which, well, not small, but it was like Sunshine Coast where everyone isn't that out there. So, you know, I was just so drawn to them because I'm like always love people that are out there. Anyways, so they're like, yeah, come over. And then I went to their house um, to do, so one day a week, she got me to come in and we would just do blogs. So um, she had like a hundred submissions a day, try to get onto her platform because she, you know, and, she, and the people that she was like, you know, putting up there were just the most amazing pho photographs ever. And like also the message behind the photographs. So for like a year and a bit, or even a bit more, I was helping her with her blogging. So I was every day getting inspired by imagery around the world and seeing what worked and seeing what did it. And, you know, and people submitting that were like not so good and having to let them know, you know, like it was all, and also how to deal with people, you know, like with email, like it was so, I learned so much in that time. So yeah, I pretty much helped her with that. And then she also got me on shoots um, and, you know, and I got to meet lots of different clients through that. And, you know, and ever since I, that first moment, I was like, I want to be a photographer. The whole, it just, it's like a snowball and it just keeps rolling. Like even now, like a new thing keeps happening. And it's just like this beautiful journey of not even really trying, but just going with what I feels right. Yeah. And what you your know? passion is. Yeah. Oh my God, babe, that's so epic. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm, yeah, I feel very blessed. I feel so fucking blessed. And what about like, obviously that would have been like such a big pinch me moment for you, but what do you reckon another massive pinch me moment in your career was or has uh, been? I've had so many, to be honest. It's like, I, as I said, I'm so blessed. But like, I suppose um, – uh, one big moment was when a brand was like, hey, are you available next Monday for a shoot? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, okay, we're just booking you a ticket 
to LA. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Friday. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Yep. Sweet. Stop. And then I went to LA. And, you know, and like going to, and going to Bali, you know, I've been to Bali probably like 15 times with my work. And, you know, that, that every, every one of those moments are a pinch me moment. And to be honest, every day is a pinch me moment. Oh, that's so good. That's what you want, though. That you, is what you want. You want your life and your career and everything to constantly be a pinch me moment. No, and, and what comes with it is, the most amazing people I get to meet, like yourself. Like if I hadn't done photography, I wouldn't be here on the Gold Coast. I wouldn't have met you. I wouldn't have met, you know, Lucy, Nikki, Lois, Tegan, Ned, like, yep. you know, through the industry. It's just the best. It's Some just the best. best. It's like we're all yeah. creative and we're all backing each other for everything we do. It's really, it's really nice. <laughs> oh my God, babe. I'm like, just so like excited for you and yeah who knows what's next eh? I know and then like so you obviously still do heaps of campaigns and stuff but then what like when did you start up selling your prints oh yeah so yeah that's an interesting one too so I went so back on the sunny coast so this is quite a long time ago I had this Airbnb place go hey look we really love your photos we'd love you to do all the photos for us so it's original and so they hired me to do all the photos for them. So that was like one little moment of like, oh, shooting for prints is fun. From there, I kind of forgot about it for years and years. And then I had this um, stockists, stockist, sorry, so that weird, um, in the <laughs> States, <laughs> in the States, email me going, hey, look, would love to sell some of your prints. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Oh, no, no, sorry, rewind. I, so Sticks and Stones agency ended up selling prints on their site. So this is the first time I realized that it was good. And they, um, yeah, so my photography, like out of everyone's, was a top seller for so long. And on I was Sticks and Stones. On Sticks and Stones. Fuck yeah, babe. So I was like, what? You know, so that for me was a start. And then from there, this stockist in the States, I assume, saw it there. And then they were like, oh, hey, look, we'd love to, you know, get you on board. And so they were just starting out and I was like a little bit iffy, but I was like, this guy seems like a legend. So, yeah, I got him on there um, and, you know, and now he's selling about 40 a month. So it's pretty awesome. He's like, it's been the best. And so, and then from there I've done my own store as well, which actually is really hard because a lot of my photos have nudity in it, which is, you know, art. It's not, you know, porn. It's like, you know, nude art. Um, So I can't advertise it. So every time I try and do a boost post or whatever, as a lot of people understand, you know, like do you I have to put like it. a cross on the nipple and yeah, stuff? Yeah, even if I do it, they say my link to my store is like too much nudity. So I'm like, so fucking can't annoying. Can't fucking win. You need to do a really fucking boring shoot. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, then that's embarrassing. Why don't you do like a <laughs> sick kind of lands, like not landscape, but like you know, obviously how I have taken a Ned's print of like the beach in yeah, Europe. So like, what beautiful. if you sold more of like? Without like them. at the front of it and then have like a nudity section. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. Like Yeah, fig- figure out a way. Yeah, I've definitely got to figure out a little That's annoying. A little I, way I hate around how, that. How like artists get held back for that because they're such beautiful images and like who doesn't want to see a little bit of fucking tit? I know. And it's like, you know, they just see nudity. I understand why they do it because there is some pretty horrible stuff out there, but you know, like when it comes to art, I reckon there should be some sort of you know? Yeah. It's so okay-ness. hard. It's like, how do you, how do you choose and how 
how what scale can you go? This is art and this is porn. I know, like right? it's, it's such a. I suppose it's fine, just easy. Yeah, yeah. It's just I guess it's probably just easier for them to just like ban all fucking nipples. I know. But then there's all the things about like men's nipples being fine and like women's not. It's just like there's so much, so much, ba- so much stuff about it is so backwards. So it's, yeah, I feel is. like we've still got a long way to go with all of it. Yeah, I know. They almost should make it eight. Oh, yeah, we could go on forever, but they should make it like eighteen plus. Yeah. And so then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Or you could choose it, and yeah. then you can see that. Con- I don't know. The sensitive content. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> I feel like some people did that as like a April Fool's thing. It was like a sensitive content, like click, click here, this. and then you're like, and you're done, yeah. and you're just liking it. Like, I know. Oh, genius. I get stitched up on that. Yeah, stuff. me too. I'm like, even if it's like sensitive, like warning graphic content, I'm like, oh, I just need to know what yeah, it is. Yeah. Even though it's probably going to like be really fucking disturbing. Yeah, literally. One of my friends was like, on April Fool's, was like, Oh, yeah, did, like, a really sexy pose in the mirror. He said, finally on it, and then, like, had a link to OnlyFans. You click on it, and it's like, April Fool's, motherfucker. Hello. Oh, my God, that's genius. I know, it was good. It got me. Oh, my God, I love that. I didn't want to tell him, though, that I clicked it. Oh, you're like, I wanted to see your dick. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's so good. Oh, babe, I fucking love you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'm sure we'll end up doing, like, another um, episode. I know this, like, Troy stunning soul. I've been wanting to get him on since the start. Um, but I had a, a guest cancel on me. So I was messaging this morning being like, please, can you come this afternoon? <laughs> so I think like, you know, maybe next month or in a few months or so we'll do another one and I'll put up a question box for all of you. Um, once you already know Troy and you can ask more questions about him and what you want to know and we can kind of like re dive down this fun little journey with him again <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah hell bloody yeah thanks so much for having me no so bloody good love ya i love ya well guys i'll put um troy's instagram handle in the um comments like down below um and then i'll also link to his print shop should we like do a discount code for Bless the listeners yeah 10 percent oh let's do cats out of Cat 10. Cat 10. Let's do, okay, we're going to do a discount code for Troy's prints. Cat 10. So I'm going to put that in the comments too. Thanks Cat 10, plug, 10% babe. off, little pluggy pluggeroony. <laughs> um, and yeah, get shopping with the best fucking art ever. I love you all so much and I will see you next week. Woo! Cats Out of the Bag is proudly part of the ACAST Creator Network. Special shout out to Rode Microphones for powering this episode. 